1: Glory to God, glory to God. This is a day that the Lord has made. We are to rejoice and be exceedingly glad therein, because today is another day of promise. Today is another day of hope. And we come before you, we're coming before you live today. We're coming before you from the city of Atlanta. And and right now I'm in the west end of Atlanta, which is a multicultural center of in Atlanta, where we have all kinds of diversity of people. We have all diversities of, of black, of black Americans. You can see every trend of black America in this area. And, and it's a historic area, and, and, and I'm happy to be coming to you from this area because this is the, this is the area where, where change began. All right, this is the whole Truth and Nothing But the Truth radio broadcast. And on our last broadcast, we were coming to you out of the book of Deuteronomy, and, uh, and, and and in the book of Deuteronomy, we were talking about we were talking about we were talking about the state of Black America. We were talking about why we are here, and we were talking about the fulfillment of the Bible prophecy. And uh, and I, and I was I was trying to wait to see if we could get some guests on the line. I apologize. Last week we had some, some technical difficulties but uh but we're we're hoping that we'll get our caller to call in today. And uh and Mr. Simmons, if the caller comes in, please uh let me know and I will uh I'll usher the caller in. All right, we're gonna repeat right. the call in number for all guests. A call in number for anybody who's listening is two one three nine four three three seven six four. Again, for those who are listening and people will be tuning in. Uh, you also can go to the Facebook page, WRTSFM, and you'll see the number posted there as well. Again, telephone number is 213 943 Phone lines are open right now. All right, all right, all right. <clears throat> We're talking about the status of black America, where we are today, and how do we get in this position? Well, out of the book of Deuteronomy, coming out of the 28th chapter, I'm going to read to you the 37th verse. But the the book of Deuteronomy starts off saying that, that, that if you obey my commandments, what God was saying was if we would obey his commandments, that blessing he was going to bless us, that we was going to be blessed in the city, we was going to be blessed in the countryside, We're going to be blessed coming in. We're going to be blessed going out. All the work of our hands were going to be blessed. All the fruit of our womb, meaning all of our children, all of our lineage, all of our bloodline was going to be blessed if we continued in his word. But then then, then that, that same 28th chapter said that it shall come to pass that if you shall not. Continue in my word, cursing. God would curse you, and that you would be cursed in the city. You would be cursed in the field. You would be cursed in your coming in. You'd be cursed in your going out. Now, now, in the book of Matthew, we see at the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, we see that all of the onlookers were there, looking on as he was being crucified. And all of those that were looking on, they bear witness to his crucifixion. And all of them, and all of them, all of them fulfilled the prophecy of God. When, 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 they, when they turned their backs on Christ, the word of God said that the sun refused to shine. That, that the moon would not give forth its light, so much so that we even the Roman soldiers, even the soldiers at the cross, said that wait a minute, surely this man must be the son of God. Now now, now Israel 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 turned their backs on God. Israel, you know what happened to them. They turned their backs on God. You know what the Pharisees did. You know what the Sadducees did. You know that the, even the prophets of old, even the apostles of old were crucified, suffered horrible death, were put into the, into the gladiatorial arenas, were killed. Were, the, the Christians, the, the, the believers, let me put it like that, the born-again believers suffered many horrible things. And finally, they suffered being carried away captive, they suffered the temple being destroyed, they suffered the kingdom being destroyed. All right, brother, we're we're going to go ahead and welcome in, I mean to interrupt you, we're going to welcome in a caller, caller, phone number ending 3047, you're on the whole truth broadcast, go ahead, caller. Hello, hello, caller, can you identify yourself?
0: Hello, can you guys hear me?
1: Oh, yeah, we can hear you now.
0: Hi guys, it's Aisha Money Hicks, aka Miss Pepper Fox, founder of Stripper for Jesus Ministry.
1: All right, glory really to God. Gotcha. Glory to
0: God. Okay. I am the author. I'm, should I just should I just start talking, or you guys want to ask me some questions, or should I just no, go? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay.
1: I'm,
0: hi guys, I'm the author. of Stripper for Jesus is getting rooted for your millionaire breakthrough. The girl's guide for getting over the storm. And God gave me this revelation while I was actually in the club. He said, I wanted your ministry to be here. I wanted you to start with women who are broken. He told me that the strip club was an orphanage for runaway girls. And I was like, oh, my God, that's my story. Glory to
1: God. Look at you. Go ahead. (laughs) Can you hear me?
0: Okay. Oh, oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. So um, that's my story. But I was afraid. I was afraid to put my story out and put my truth out of what I had actually really overcome really putting on the different accolades of life like college and health coaching and network marketing to really cover up who I really was truly inside. But still inside I was just still the same woman and still the same person that was fighting my personal demons by myself. And I didn't have a group of, you know, spiritual sisters to really pull me through these things. So I just had to put on my armor of life and move into life and, Behind the scenes, I was really in depression and pain and anger and bitterness, and I realized that I was attracting those relationships because our womb, which is, our uh, as women, our center for creativity and our law of attraction, I began to still attract abusive relationships and abusive friendships and things like that. So I realized I had to take a deep look at myself and strip those layers from my body, my soul, and my spirit so that I can open my life to the things that God has taught me that were unfamiliar from the things that I have known. So I want to read the introduction to my book for you guys. Um, It says, Welcome to the Era of Stripping for Jesus. It's helping the provocative woman give back to herself and community by getting rooted for her millionaire breakthrough. The provocative woman is a divine woman who uses her intuition and wit and sexual progress to empower her life. She can be seen in the boardroom, the strip club, the church, and she can be a survivor who is bouncing back for her comeback and realizing her spiritual progress. I am her and she is me. We are one. Typically women in this caliber have been known to be very cutting, competitive, isolated with the lack of trust. It is something that has plagued us as empowered women for a while, and I have seen it as my duty to break down some of our inner issues that keep us from partnering and coming together and getting rooted for our spiritual blessings and financial inheritance. Why is it that men can come together for a common goal, however we are less likely? Over the last few years, women have been known as being the sole breadwinners have skyrocketed, yet during my studies through research, reading in the field, and observing in the last eight years of my business and life experiences. Let me let me go down just a second.
1: Okay. Speak directly into your, into your uh, microphone, okay? Phone, can you hear me? Yes, go
0: ahead. Okay. I'll get closer.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: have... Yet, doing my studies through research, reading in the field, and observing the last years of my business and life experiences, I have had more male mentors and attended churches and seminars run by men that have authored books that have been the grandfather of spiritual enlightenment and financial success. Our voice needs to be heard. Our healing is essential. Our partnership is forward-moving. It starts here. I found more than money. Stripping for Jesus Ministries aims to get to the core roots of our core values, our self values. What makes us pick and find what is our purpose and why? Sometimes through the chaos of life, we take on the demands of life and forget who we truly are and, quite frankly, what we have to offer. I found my value deep in my pain and wounds and abandonment. It didn't come in the form of a silver spoon. And even with mentors who were mostly male, they cannot help me deal with or address my core issues, which affected my ability for sexual expression, upward mobility, and spiritual enlightenment. I found through my turbulent relationship with women, more specifically my mother, I was able to find my own voice and strength. It's taken work. It takes work. And I'm still not done as I Still, I'm learning the intricacies of myself and what it means to strip for Jesus and be an asset to myself and my community through my sexual liberation and ability to manifest my creativity for a higher good and purpose. Join our sisterhood as we talk about all the roots needed for stability to grow our finances, spirituality, self-love, and community to new heights in a forward, cutting-edge, and sexy way. My mother always said a wet pussy and a broke pocketbook don't match. She said, don't lay down first and get up last. So let's strip our stars, beauty and truth, and get it together. I can assure you that the understanding of self resides within these pages. Until you actually realize that there is a such thing as familial dysfunction in your family, you cannot expect to deal with it. And then by the time you realize that your problems are a result of your negative childhood relationships and experiences, you often feel so screwed up and in pain that you may have no idea how to recover yourself. By this time, you may be medicating yourself, your pain by drinking, using drugs, overeating, overworking, shopping, gambling, sexual, sexually malfunctioning, and on your fourth or fifth marriage, or have children who are out of control doing the same thing.
1: Hey,
0: Amen. So I know that was I
1: know that was a lot. Um, no, nah, that was perfect. perfect. Oh, thank you, thank you so perfect. much. And, and, and Minister Simmons, I mean, you can jump in whenever you whenever you like, but 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 I, I I wanted I wanted you to explain explain to them. Okay, okay, you pretty much summed it up, but I want you to deal with that topic. That topic, when you say scripting for Jesus, you know, you turn a lot of heads. You turn a lot yeah. of heads with that subject right there. So just jump into that for a minute. Why? What made you, I mean, what really made you come with that title? God gave it to me. I was in the strip
0: club. He gave it to me. He said, you know, <laughs> so the thing is, is that when that title came to me, I started to Google things like prophetic prostitute, stripper evangelist. Um, mm-hmm. stripper preachers, I started to google all these things and I couldn't find much information, so it scared me even more to write something on that wasn't like already written in history. Um, and then I started getting into like Mary Magdalene and her story and oh you know her relationship God. with Jesus.
1: and um.
0: I started to look at, you know, the sacred horror. You can, you can, you can look up these things and YouTube these, these uh, terminologies. And how I told my friend who's a pastor, I said they put the male God, they put the male, the male pastor, I've called him a God, I put the male God in the church, but they put the female God in the strip club. Because when you come to the strip club, the women are worshipped. They are paid mm-hmm. offerings. They are, um, there is communion. It may be in the form of alcohol, but it is still communion. And the men come to be, you know, released from their worldly, you know, ways of the world, their stress, you know, and, 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 and dump it on someone else who has no idea who they are in their daily lives. It's a fantasy. They get to be someone else in the moment. So if God told me that the strip club is the orphanage and then the church is the hospital, I feel like we should be connecting and healing because there is a spiritual wound trauma that is in all of us as women, and when we have sexual Lord trauma, in, in the in the strip club, you're allowed to get paid for your pain, so you're essentially pimping your pain. And I feel like a lot of people come to the church for a concert. They come for an amen and a concert, and they get the word. But what is the strategy you to say that we yeah. use? as the devil uses decisive mechanisms to keep us separated from coming together. You know, while we're dancing in the club and while we're at the church, the devil is plotting and planning and has been planning six and seven generations before we even gotten here because he knows we are the chosen people. So we see all this pain and violence in the streets and we want to blame one another And we want to castrate one another as if one another isn't worthy, but we are 100,000 families. We are 100,000 families getting rooted for a millionaire breakthrough by stripping our scars, our beauty, our truth, and being more transparent of what it really means to have a Christian walk.
1: 80% of
0: the men in the strip club are married. So there's something that women from the church can get from the women in the strip club. You know what I'm saying? 80%. Single men don't go to the to the strip club. It is the married men who are in the club. It is pastors, it is uh, the commissioners and the politicians and the teachers who are in the club. So you want to cast a whole group of women who are actually bringing an asset to the table, but because you're judging them because they use their sexual empowerment, you want to judge them. You're we're missing a whole lesson because we want to have a purist culture that is, is is not even in reality as of now. But what we can do is we can come together and we can talk about some things and we can heal some things about why we are so quick to, to pull down our black woman or our woman who's sexually empowered when it is something that we all wish to really express within our homes and within our marriages. You know what I mean? And not only that, oh, but our financial legacy. I feel like we go to church and we get this amen and this praise, but what is the strategy? How are we using ourselves as warriors to build um, a community that's making us effectively competitive against our competitors? You know what I mean? We see all of this violence in the street, but the violence starts within ourselves, our homes, in our temple, within our homes. There cannot be violence in the street if there's not violence in the home. It doesn't magically appear. You know, so true for Jesus is deep. It's also it's sexy too, because you know, like I have this whole vision of like a revival and all this kind of stuff is going to be very eye shocking and you know, you know all that kind of stuff. But it's going to be really great about sharing women's testimonies. You know, as we start to liberate ourselves from the shame, you know, from being expressed. They feel like that if you mm-hmm. have to be a Christian, you have to wear your dress all the way down to your ankles, covering your toes. The millennial Christian doesn't do that. You know, the millennial Christian is an empowered woman. You know, she is seen, like I said, in the boardroom, the nine-to-five, and the strip club and all those things. But our goal is to fast. Our goal is to fast. Our goal is to fast for five days uh, with our company, Total Life Changes. We are um, asking that 100,000 families who are ready for their next level to commit to five days of of spiritual fasting, you know, and so we're going to start October 1st. We go live every morning at eight o'clock. I am new to this mission and ministry, so I'm not going to be like, and God said! <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Because that's not real. But I know I do love it all. I do love it all. I do love it all. You know, but I really want to talk about the healing and the womb trauma and the, as women, we nurture, what so we touch, we multiply. So we're hiding our secrets and our shame and our pain. We're multiplying that pain, and we're passing it on through our birth wounds and canals. And then you wonder why your son or your daughter is, is being pimped and prostituted or in the prison system or going around killing people and all that kind of stuff. Because what women touch, we multiply. I want to read this. I'm sure it was. Um.
1: Hello. Okay. Yes,
0: I'm here. I want you to know if you guys can hear me. The Ephesians okay. 6 and 12 says... For we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers and documents of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places but what I want to tell you is another really really really, really crazy thing is that when when God put this on my heart you know i i, I you know I'm like new studying the word and all that kind of stuff that I say you know God will call you out of out of out of the ashes, out of ashes, and he will turn you into a new thing. And that's what this mission is about, is about turning your life into a new thing, letting go of old things and and turning your life into a new thing. So I was literally um, going through my Bible just like one day, right? And I was literally closing my Bible, and God sent me to Lamentations 4 and 12. All right. So... Let me tell you what he said has been the plague of our daughter, the poverty of the change that our daughters have been stuck in. He said, Lamentations 4 and 12, how the gold has become dim, how changed the fine gold. The stones of the sanctuary are scattered at the head of every street. The precious sons of Zion valuable, valuable as fine gold how they are regarded as clay pots, the work of the hands of the potter. Even the jackals present their breasts to nurture their young, but the daughter of my people is cruel like ostriches in wilderness. So he says, even the jackals present their breasts to nurture their young, but the daughter of my people is cruel. He says, the tongue of the infant clings to the roof of its mouth for thirst The young children Ask for bread but no one Breaks it for them Those who ate delicacies Are desolate in the street Those who were brought up In scarlet embrace as Heaps the punishment Of the iniquity of the Daughter of my people is greater Than the punishment of the Sin of Sodom Which was overthrown in A moment with no hand to help her. Her Nazarites were brighter than snow and whiter than milk. They were more ruddy than the body than rubies like sapphire in their appearance. Now their appearance is blacker than soup. They go unrecognized in the street. Their skin clings to their bones. It has become as dry as wood, though slain mm. by the are better than those who die of hunger for they pine away stricken for the lack of fruit of the field I'm almost done the hands of the compassionate woman have cooked their own children they have become food in the destruction of the daughter of my people so stripping for Jesus is about how we have become food for the destruction of our people and that we lack the fruit of the field because we've gotten so far away because of poverty and pain and, and the abuse that we suffered in silently we don't want to talk about it because we're ashamed and we're so dirty about the prostitution and about the and about the sleeping with everybody's man and all that kind of stuff all that juicy stuff you know and uh, what we want to do is we want to get back
1: we want to show
0: that. You know, there's there's something to the madness. There's a a master plan and a divine plan to the madness. So my book goes over that, and it talks about um, some healing strategies and um, enrolling people in our 100,000 families as we rally uh, women and men who want to be a part of the mission, who want to let go of old habits of self-destruction, and move forward and being a warrior of the kingdom. And I mean a sexy world. We ain't raising no rinky-dinky um, dinky warriors, you know. So um, this is, like I said, this is a new journey for me because I've been so afraid. God put this on my heart three years ago. And three years ago when I came to Atlanta, I moved 3,000 miles away from California Um my ex had put a gun to my head because he said that he, F, forget my dreams. He said, F, fuck your dreams, you know. And I say mm-hmm. my last words. I just want to help people like me. That's all I wanted to do. And But for some reason, I was more comfortable with the dysfunction than moving into the light because I didn't know what that looked like. You know, um, they talk about uh, T.D. Jakes and um, some, some other pastors talk about how Um, Where's my Boaz? And they're talking about how to learn how to be attractive and learn how to court your new future. And so as we strip for Jesus, it's about learning how to court and become intimate with our new future. Learning how to be okay with being an empress and a leader and uh being uh debt free and financially free and um and 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 basking and basking in the glory of God and all he has called for our families as we rally and we war and we defeat the devil, so it's a sexy title okay. um it means a okay. lot well, it,
1: well, we're, we're really down, we're, okay we're okay, we're down to our last five minutes, so we're gonna have to close this out. And uh, we're going to okay. have to bring you back again. We're going to have to bring you back again so we can go into more detail. But 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 at, before you came on, I was in the book of Deuteronomy, and I was at mm. the uh, 37th chapter of the twenty. I, I was at the 37th verse of the 28th chapter where it says that, that our people, that, 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 that we shall become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all nations where the Lord is, will drive us. And we have been driven to this country. And exactly what you said is exactly what has happened to us as a people. But but, but glory to God, my sister, glory to God, my brother, God is going to redeem us. God is going to bring his people out. Because after we had suffered, and after we had gone through all of the blessings, and after we have suffered through all of the cursing, now God is going to redeem us and God is going to bring us out because he's putting people like you in place. He's putting people like my brother, Minister Simmons, in place who, who's producing us and helping us to make this radio broadcast. He's putting people like myself in place, which me, I came from the flip side of that. I was the one out there in the robbing crews. I was out there selling the drugs. I was out there involved in the pimping and the prostitution. I was out there on the other side of that coin. And God is bringing us together, bringing us an army, and he's bringing us together. So we're going to have to bring you back. We're going to have to bring you back next Saturday so you can go into more details about how they can reach you and and what you're doing right now. Can you give them a, a... and you give them your information, your contact information, yes. how they can You can call you. me at
0: 424 327 4243. My Instagram is at Stripping for Jesus Ministries. My website is www.strippingforjesus.com. Like I said, we are 100,000 families. We're starting our five day fast October 1st. I'm going to release all the videos of my addictions and homelessness and everything that I've been going through the last four years and just like really just be more transparent in my journey as God is calling me to, like, be in front of people. I'm like, oh, God, please don't. He's like, girl, you better
1: write the damn book. So, yes. (laughs) Amen. Okay, give give out your contact information again and your website and everything so they can also. Okay. I'll go slower.
0: 424-227-4243. on Instagram, it's at Stripping for Jesus Ministry, And my website online is www.strippingfordiesies.com. And my Facebook is Aisha Imani. Hit all that, but if you go to my Instagram or call me, I'll give you the personal link.
1: All right. All right.
0: And my book will all be right. available October 5th. I have a well-known reverend looking it over. I don't know if she's gonna uh, I don't know how it's gonna go. I don't wanna give any details. But uh so it's gonna be available October fifth. It's it's ready now, but I just want her to, you know, see you know, okay. how we can partner and things like that. So thank you guys All so right. much.
1: All right, thank you for thank you for coming on. This is the whole truth and nothing but the truth radio broadcast. This is Pastor Lionel again coming to you live with the whole truth and nothing but the truth radio broadcast we ask you to tune in with us next week as we come again and we're going to bring we're going to bring miss aisha back and uh, we're going to go into more detail this is a whole truth nothing but the truth radio broadcast thank you for tuning in thank in you. order to
0: be free you